Welcome to Between the Talk and a Hard Place, a podcast for women bringing you down-to-earth conversations about the realities of our real-life experiences. I'm your host, Lizette McKenzie, author, self-help and mental wellness advocate, and sister in love, life, and the pursuit of happiness and understanding. From situations to situationships, I'll be bringing discussions about the challenges women face from day to day, but don't talk about enough as we navigate this thing called life. Hey there. So one thing I will not do today is keep you long. So if you pay attention to the intro, you've heard me use the term self-health and mental wellness. And I realize that some of my listeners may not understand what that means. So today I wanted to talk briefly about self-health and tell you what I mean when I refer to it and why it's important for you to understand how it ties into your life interactions. If you're serious or have even been contemplating making life-altering changes, being mindful of your self-help is a very important part to making it happen in a way that will support the look and the meaning of the life you want to live. In the discussions you'll hear on Between a Talk and a Hard Place, self-health and mental wellness are major factors Because some part of one or the other, or both, have directly or indirectly been affected by an experience. And some of those experiences are repetitive. So what does repetitive look like? Repetitive looks something like you saying, why is this always happening to me? Or the way my luck is, or nothing good ever happens for me. Or something along those lines where you, for the most part, look outwardly for the answers that can help you understand why you seem to be a magnet for undesirable situations and results and why you attract the madness. I want you to begin looking at your interactions for what they are. That element was going to be that element, whether whether or not you were there to witness it or take part in it or whatever the role was that you played in it. That element was being true to itself and true to how it was making you feel. If you didn't like it, if it was repetitive to you, then you weren't being true to yourself. So when I refer to your self-help, I'm speaking to the state of well-being of the relationship that you have with yourself. That includes what you think about yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you see yourself, the things you may or may not do for yourself, need for yourself, or want for yourself and also how you approach or avoid the role you play in your own life. Your self-health can be positive or negative, healthy or unhealthy, but no matter what state it's in, it's still the foundation of your life. Whether it's healthy or unhealthy, it will be the force behind how you navigate every single day and connect with the world around you. You can look at your self-health through six lenses, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, social, and intrapersonal. Your intrapersonal lens shows you the conversations or thoughts that are occurring in your mind, what you're thinking about yourself, what you're telling yourself. It's your self-talk. It's that little voice that either pumps you up to do big, bold things or talks you out of opportunity after opportunity. Your financial lens looks at your relationship with all those dead presidents that you love to have. It also looks at your career satisfaction and can show if you're living above your means and trying to live a life you simply can't afford. 
Your emotional lens looks at the conditions you need to feel happy, fulfilled, and at peace. Your spiritual lens helps you identify your own individual meaning, purpose, and value in life. It helps you develop a deeper awareness of your world and interprets what those things mean to you, not how it's interpreted or adopted by someone else. Your physical lens is pretty simple to point out. Of course, you know some of the most critical physical needs are water, food, and shelter. But let's not forget physical activity and rest. And finally, your social lens looks at the relationship and interactions that you have with other people. It identifies your sense of connection, trust, and friendship. So if your needs are not being met at a social level, you'll most likely feel disconnected from the people around you. You may not feel like you fit in, and you probably won't feel as trusting or comfortable in that environment. That's definitely an indication that your, that your social needs are very strained, and it's probably time to sift through the rubble to see what's at the heart of it all and what you need to do to change it. If you follow me on Instagram at Life Lessons and Love Sessions, then you know I'm a big advocate for self-love, self-awareness, self-care, self-discovery, and anything else that guides women to be true to themselves and happier in general. My stance is this. Happiness is best experienced when it's tailored to fit. In order for it to fit or for you to have the correct measurements, you need to know who it's for. And that's where self-discovery comes in. Self-discovery sits under the umbrella of self-health. It's the act of peeling away the layers of yourself that have formed over the years, because sometimes those layers don't accurately represent who you are, what you really like, what you need, or what you really value. It allows you to replace those layers with bona fide characteristics that embody your inner being and your true self and grant you the autonomy you need to live a more fulfilling life. So what does your self-help do for you? Why is it important? Your self-help is your guide. It takes you on the scenic route through life. If it's positive or healthy, you'll love what you see. If it's negative or unhealthy, it'll be the taxi ride from hell. But either way, it will be your experience of a lifetime. Let me pause for a minute to say that everything is not going to always be positive. We learn some of our best lessons from a piece of negativity. Negativity in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing. It's when you have too much negativity or nothing but negativity that the red flag should be triggered and you need to pause and reevaluate why you are trauma bonding to that energy. You can think about self-health in this context. Who are you going to have if everyone else in your world decides to leave? You'll have yourself, right? And I know that's an overly dramatic example, but I just want to drive home how important it is for you to nurture your self-health. It's not something that you should leave up to anyone else to build for you. Because in, in the blink of an eye, they can take it away. Now, when you build it yourself, when you bring it to the table or when it's the table people come and sit at, sis, you ain't letting nobody mess up your stuff. And if you think I'm lying, make an investment purchase or put your time and energy into creating something and put it on display. Who are you going to let touch it? Not a soul. And if you do let them touch it, their hands are going to have to be clean and you're going to watch them like a hawk. 
that's how you need to treat your self-health. Like it's the biggest and best investment that you, that you have ever made. That's going to keep you personally, socially, spiritually, financially, physically, and emotionally rich for the rest of your life. You can start supporting your self-health by reevaluating each area of your life. Look at where you currently are, what you currently have, and what you're currently involved in versus what you want, where you want to be, and what you'd like to be involved in. Once you have that, think about the differences. What are you doing or accepting now that's keeping you where you no longer feel fulfilled? Think about what you need for yourself and from yourself. Focus on developing good habits that position you in such a way that your daily actions directly correlate with the vision you have for your life. And during the process, don't forget to be kind to yourself. I can't say this enough. The world is already hard and self-evaluation is not easy. But being destructively critical of yourself will only hurt your process. That's it for me. I hope this was helpful and I hope that going forward, you'll be able to apply self-knowledge to help you navigate through your situations and situationships. Until next episode, keep the conversation going. Join the Facebook group Between a Talk and a Hard Place and share your thoughts about this week's episode. And don't forget to look for me on Instagram at Between a Talk and a Hard Place or at Life Lessons and Love Sessions. Make sure you hit that follow button and tell a friend to tell a friend. Until next time and forever, I hope you manifest the day you deserve.